0: Welcome to the Grace Life Podcast. My name is Bill Parkey, and I'm the senior pastor of Grace Life Pentecostal Church in Memphis, Tennessee. We are so glad that you are tuned in today to listen. If this message impacts you in any way, we encourage you to share it with your friends and family. Now listen and enjoy today's podcast. John chapter five, John chapter five, verse number two. John chapter 5, verse number 2, and also reading from Acts chapter 3. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda. Having five porches, and in these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, Waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. And whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there, a certain man was there. God knows who's in this service today. God knows your need. Which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. And when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man, and when the water is troubled, to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me, And Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed, and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. Acts chapter 3, verse number 2, another story of another lame man. A certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried and they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. And who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. And then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and he lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened to him. I believe that can happen today. That in this service, God could touch somebody's life. That we would leave and say, I'm amazed at what God has done. Amen. I want to just entitle this today as Close as you can get as close as you can get it's a very simple message it's my heartbeat today i want to get as close to him as i can and i wonder if anybody join me just lift your hands that's what we're doing right now what i want to preach about is really what's happening come on the waters have been troubled in this service and you don't have to wait for an altar call you don't have to wait for a benediction you don't have to wait somebody to to tap you on the shoulder and say would you like to pray no you can just at any moment say i want to get as close to him as i can come on i've got a need in my life i've got a circumstance that's bigger than me and i've got to get as close to him as i can in jesus name amen you may be seated hallelujah sister parky can you join me for a moment? I walked out of my office today and I was startled by this beautiful, tall, attractive smoking hot. She said, Don't say that. Isn't she beautiful? In January, we're going to have been married 30 years. She's going to be 50 years old. Next year, I will have been the pastor of Grace Life Pentecostal Church for 10 years. We're like those that dream. Yes. I'll be 55. Really? But when we first started dating, I'd come to the other side of the car That's my car right there. My 1979 Buick Grand Prix, Pontiac Grand Prix that had no shocks, no brakes window wouldn't go down. I'd have to open my door to get food at the drive-thru. Anybody ever see those people? How many are those people? (laughs) But when we started dating, she lived in California. I lived in Missouri. I'd call her collect because she had more money than I'd know. Not really. We didn't have cell phones. I don't think we even had email back then. We had to do it the hard way. We had no FaceTime. I mean, what would these kids do if they had to go back to our day? We had carrier pigeons. (laughs) Morse code. But when we fell in love, we wanted to be as close to one another as we possibly could. My dad used to tell a story about a husband and wife, and they had their little pickup tr- pickup truck. And this is the first year of marriage. This is five years of marriage. Praise God. We preach against rings around here. Amen. Over here. Scoot this, way. Scoot this way. Scoot that way. Well, I was trying to... Away from water. <laughs> See, she's wanting me to get close. Darling, if you want me to be closer to you, get closer to me. You go. <laughs> Five years of marriage. 10 years of marriage, and that lady was saying, honey, he said, you remember the time we used to sit by one another, and I'd sit in the middle of your truck seat, and you'd put your arm around me? He said, yeah, I sure do. He said, who moved? He was still sitting in the driver's seat, and she'd moved over as close to the window as possible. I see now what happens. Go over there. This is when you've been married for 30 years. You're not in England. You're driving on this side. Oh, yeah, we, we have our own vehicles now. And so we, she goes her way. I go my way. See you tonight. <laughs> but we got to take a trip this week. Come back over here. I'm sorry. And it was just me and her. And it was an awesome trip. We held hands, we kissed. I thought it was, I thought it was What'd you say, Brother Royal? I thought you was smitching. You thought I was smooching, okay. I, I yeah. You figured I was. Well you figured right, brother. Amen. But see, if we're not careful, just like in any relationship. We can grow distant. Right. And what used to rock our world and what used to make us see stars, we've just got comfortable with how it is. Mm -hmm. We don't intend to. Right. But we just do. Some of you ladies need to just climb over in the console or the middle seat today on the way home, praise God. And just see what happens. Amen. That's good preaching. Just see what happens. Hold oh on. Jesus, help us, Lord. Y'all should have shouted me down. I promise you, you should have shouted me down. But Jesus said, if you'll draw nigh unto me, I'll draw nigh unto you. you, And I just feel just a a tug of the spirit that God's saying, hey, I kind of miss those times we had together. I miss that fellowship that we had. And I'm looking for somebody that will just draw nigh to me. That man that was sitting at that pool of Bethesda, Bible said that he'd been there for 38 years. As I was praying and preparing for this message, I feel like telling somebody, sometimes we don't see God answer in the immediate. Sometimes there are things that linger and requests, and we wonder, God, will you ever answer? But what a a picture of hope that this man had, that for 38 years, years, he said, I'm going to get as close as I can get. I don't know when it was, but it's been quite a few years ago that my nature, I think I'm going to preach like this every Sunday, praise God, this just works for me. I don't think it's working for her as much. What a picture of hope that this man had. You see, sometimes it can get exhausting. The Bible says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. And sometimes the Bible says, though he bear long with us, when he comes, will he find faith and he will execute speedily. I feel like there's some prayer requests that God's getting ready to answer yes. that somebody's been praying for a long time, and maybe you haven't seen any movement, but every Sunday, every Wednesday, every morning when you wake up, you just said, God, I'm going to get as close to you as I can. And i have to admit, my nature is, I, I love for services to be a 10, I love for services to be uh, just hang from the chandeliers and God move and miracles happen. But the reality is, is sometimes it's just like we feel like maybe we've just punched the clock and we've just shown up. But there's something to be said about somebody who consistently will say, God, I may not have gotten everything that I wanted, but I got as close to you as I could get. See, I think sometimes we miss our miracles because we become just complacent and satisfied with where we are. But it's desperation sometimes, and it's somebody who's willing to go past the norm and somebody who doesn't care. You see, when you're in love, you don't care who's looking. You don't care what anybody says. You don't care what, how anybody criticizes. That lady that came with the issue of blood, she said within herself, if I can just touch... <laughs> you just lift your hands. There is such a move of the Holy Ghost. I feel such an anointing on this service. Amen. I feel like God's calling somebody to come back. Somebody, somebody that maybe you've drifted away just a bit. And it's been a minute since you've said, God, I want to sit with you and I want to sup with you and I want to partake with you, but I want to get as close as I can get. God, I need your touch. I need your power. I need your presence in my life. Amen. Come on, let's just lift our voices for just a moment right now. Come on, I want to get as close as I can get. Come on, if I've got to lift my hands, if I've got to get out from where I am, if I've got to kneel at, at my pew, if I've got to come. To this altar. I don't care what anybody says or what anybody thinks, but I, I've got to get as close to him as I can get. The Bible says that this man was was carried to this place where he could get as close to this pool as he could. In my investigation, there's been archaeological digs and things that have happened where they literally have found this place and on the walls there are paintings of an angel dipping his wings into the waters and it sounds very mystical and it sounds very far out and angels and troubled waters and people jumping in but you know to me it kind of sounds like a service like we're in today when all of a sudden you begin to feel something move It's not something you can see, it's not something you can touch, but it's like angels dipping their wings into the water and all of a sudden something begins to move and something begins to change in the atmosphere. I want to tell you that the the miraculous is in this place today. I said the miraculous is in this place today. Come on, it wouldn't surprise me for somebody to be healed in your body right now. Come on, it wouldn't surprise me for somebody that the chains of addiction to be broken off of your life today. It wouldn't surprise me for somebody that's been crippled in your emotions and you've been wounded in your spirit. For you to lift your hands in an atmosphere like we're feeling here right now. And for God to come and heal your heart. And God and come and heal your mind. And for God to come and heal your spirit But he's looking for somebody that'll say, I'm going to get as close to him as I can. Come on, there's going, to be, there's going to be things that are going to distract you. There's going to be things that are going to say like those disciples that push that woman with the issue of blood. Come on, what's your problem? Come on, what are you doing troubling the master? I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm getting as close to him as I can. And if I can just touch the him, he doesn't even have to say anything. He doesn't even have to speak anything over me. If I can touch the hem of his garment, I know that I could be made whole. Hallelujah. Every service we come to, there's all kinds of thought and prayer and preparation that's gone in to to making a service what it is. There's been prayer and there's been consideration over the songs that we sing. And I very seldom, if ever, discuss what I'm preaching with anybody because I want to be just surprised at what the Lord does when he puts a service together. But if you go to a restaurant and there's music, there's ambiance, there's lighting, there's things that are made to make that place conducive for whatever the environment that they're trying to create. But I want to tell you that you're in a place that's been dedicated to the Lord. This is not a performing arts center. This is not a place for you to just be entertained. Although I feel like what we hear and enjoy week after week is 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 is, it's as good as it gets and we're so blessed and we're actually a little bit spoiled you can say amen but i want to go back to where i have a hunger and a desire everything that's done is created to move you into the presence of god Everything that's done is to see somebody filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, to see our our baptismal waters troubled. The Bible says that this man was carried. And I want to tell our faithful church that you can never afford to just show up and be somebody that's just in the room because either you're adding or you're taking away. Somebody said it takes six live men to carry one dead man. And so I have a responsibility in a service because there's people that are depending on me. This man could not get to where he needed to go on his own, but he needed somebody to carry him to get him into those troubled waters. Amen. That's why in your section that you are an an ambassador for the presence of God and God has anointed you to affect those that are around you. Hallelujah. I remember going to a a place in San Diego, and it was, I think, called SeaWorld. Is that what it was? SeaWorld. And they had these amazing animals and dolphins and whales and whatever they had. But they had something called the Splash Zone. Anybody know what I'm talking about? That's where all the kids want to go. All the grandpas go up to the back row but all the kids are down there just waiting for that big animal to do a belly flop and splash water all over them. Amen. I'm just, I'm not going to put signs, but I just want to make you all aware you're sitting in a Holy Ghost splash zone today. Hallelujah. Those people that sit there they're not cowering back they're going oh i hope i don't get wet no they're leaning in going come on let it let it happen come on splash over here amen i think that's how we ought to be when we come to the house of god there ought to be something in us that says hey i'm sitting in a holy ghost splash zone amen i wish somebody on the back row back there would just say come on bring it on back here Come on, it's not just going to happen in the front. It's not just going to happen down here. Amen, it's going to happen in the balcony. Amen, I love it when I see sound men lifting their hands up there. I love it when I see media team lifting their hands up here. I love it when our camera people are worshiping while they're trying to take pictures. Amen, come on, you're in a Holy Ghost splash zone right now. I wish somebody just get on your feet and say, God, I'm ready for a dose of the Holy Ghost. God, I'm ready for it to come over here. God, I'm ready for you to pour out your spirit. God, I'm ready for you to touch my life. Hallelujah. I want to get as close. I want to get as close. I want to get as close as I can. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I've got a lot to preach, but I, I just feel like right now we just need to do what, what we've been talking about. It's been happening. Amen. I want if you just stand to your feet and lift your hands for just a moment. Amen. Come on. I feel that wave coming again. Amen. I feel those waters being troubled again. Amen. Come on. He said, draw nigh unto me and I'll draw nigh unto you. Amen. Come on. I wonder what you could release in the next 60 seconds amen that would get heaven's attention come on god you're going a lot of places and you're doing a lot of things but god i'm saying on this sunday of september god i need the i need the outpouring of the holy ghost amen come on i wonder if there's anybody else wants to come into this altar area come on you've got a need you've got a circumstance you've got a hunger and a desire to get closer to him Come on, I'm telling you that in the next few minutes, miracles can take place. Come on, as you say, God, I'm drawing closer to you. He said, I'm going to get closer to you as you draw nigh unto him. He said, I'm going to draw nigh unto you. Hallelujah. Maybe you want to turn around right where you're at in your pew. Amen. Come on. I wonder if we could turn this place into a a troubled water moment. Come on. I wonder if we could turn this place into a touch the hem of his garment moment. Come on. I wonder if we could turn this place into a silver and gold have I none moment. such as I have give I unto thee come on that man because of his condition he couldn't go into the house of God because of his crippled condition he couldn't enter in like everybody else but when God touched him the Bible says he went leaping and shouting and worshiping God come on what could God do in this service that somebody would leave different than the way that you came Come on, that man had 38 years of no hope, but Jesus said, will thou be made whole? Come on, somebody in this service, Jesus is asking you, will you be made whole today? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, as close as I can get. We hope this podcast has blessed you in some way. If you would like to connect with us or want more information about Grace Life, visit us online at mygrace.life. Thank you for tuning in and God bless.